Jesus Christ, the amount of snooze tests with a few good ones in week nine. But the duo is here. Yes, yes, we are here. Thank you for having me on your podcast again. Uh, VT, appreciate it. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy week. Week nine in the books. We're going into week 10. Let's not dilly-dally. Let's get right into it. To bring up bye weeks quickly. Go for it. Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins, Lakers. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) go back to television. Fuck Prime Video. And also, fuck Dana White as tradition. Um, Panthers, Bears. What the fuck are you laughing at? I didn't laugh. I said, ugh. Poor Dana White catching ricochet shots. He didn't do anything. Shut the fuck up. He's a bad dude. What did he do? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This and this isn't about you. I just I rage a lot. You know. Was this because he slapped his wife? I've went on a lot of rantings. I don't care that you hate it. I I went on it all last week. If you're gonna bring it up, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, the battle of I hate you, Anakin. Prediction time. The Marvel character Big Cat, rest in peace, Chadwick, outruns the land mammal. Okay, I think you're talking about the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears on Thursday night. I said that. Okay, I missed it. I thought you just went straight with the nicknames. Um, okay, so it's the one in seven Panthers. I, I said Panthers Bears. The nicknames part is at the end. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so they're playing in Chicago. One in seven Carolina versus the two and seven Bears. Um, looks like Chicago's slight favorites this week. Oddly enough, uh, it probably doesn't happen for them very often. Um, Justin Fields looks like he's going to be out again, so it's going to be Tyler Badgent again. And Tyson, uh, Tyson, what did I say? Tyler, Tyson Badgent. Uh, yeah, you're not prepared for this. That's what I said. Um, and um, uh, yeah, no, Carolina, they haven't. They're they're young. They're not very good, and they're going to be going into Chicago on a short week. Um, it's going to be a really bad game, I feel. But I'm going to actually take Carolina here. I think they can go in there and get this W. Um, you know, Tyson hasn't really shown us anything. Uh, Khalil Herbert looks like he's going to be on track to play on Thursday night. Um, and that may help the offense, but you know, they're probably going to be stacking the box a bunch and it's going to be tough to get him going. So, um, I'll take the Panthers actually with the upset. That's what I said. Not really an upset anyways. Colts, Patriots, Franzfurt, Germany. Frank is Franz, German. Frankfurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, Franz is Frank in German. No. Foreign names, American names in other languages. Deal with it. Have a little fun, you know. Second week in a row. I'd like to point out not just Patriots having a very well-known fan base in Germany of all NFL teams. Both teams have history of uh, Germany. Patriots had underrated offensive tackle Sebastian Vollmer all those years from 2009 to 16. Born in Karst West Germany back in the 80s. Wow. Colts currently have an Austrian offensive tackle named Bernhard Ryman, but they do speak German in Austria, so yeah. Back in 2013, Bjorn Werner, a defensive end bust, was drafted by the Colts. The 2013 NFL draft also had many foreign players from Ezekiel Ansa, Manolik Watson, Margus Hunt, C.O. Moore, among others. So yeah, affiliations you could say. Kenny Moore is very good. You beat the Panthers only 198 offensive yards. Not good. Really for any team in all honesty. Patriots, yeah, JSS still sucks. Prediction time in this once battle of the 2000s two bests. What a time. The horses outrun the Patriots. 
Yeah, you know, this is kind of sad because it's the last international game. I'm a big fan of the international games. I like 9.30 a.m. Of course. I'm a fan of, of 9.30 a.m. football on the East Coast, of course. Uh, and it's Indy uh, who beat the Panthers last week, correct? Yeah. Yeah, cool. And uh, two pick sixes took him to the house. Um, Indy's offense obviously doesn't look very good. I mean, you know, they they were they were seemed to be in control for a lot of that game, so a lot of the the game script was out the out the out the door, but um, out the window. But um, yeah, they were able to win. They're four and five, and they're going to be playing New England, a home game for New England. Not really though, and. Uh, yeah, two and seven for the Patriots. Uh, uncharted territory for us Patriots fans. We don't really know what to do with ourselves. Uh, you know, we've had a good two decades here of winning, and now we're two and seven looking at the lottery. Well, not lottery, but top three pick of some sort. And yeah, uh, draft lottery. Yeah, and uh, you know, the Patriots, they're probably going to lose. Um, and that's pretty much all I'm going to say about it because Mac Jones is a waste. He's terrible. Um, huge. It's really annoying because Washington has a really bad pass defense, and I had high hopes that Mac Jones at home was going to have a really breakout game, you know, 300 yards, two touchdowns, something like that. And uh, he just falls flat on his face against a team that had a fire sale uh, of their defensive linemen and, again, a really bad pass defense. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to take Indy here. It's not a home game for the Patriots. It's Indy, and uh, their defense forces a lot of turnovers, and that's uh, where the Patriots seem to uh, have a lot of trouble is giving the ball away. So I'll also take the Colts here um, to beat the Patriots, and hopefully the Patriots keep – I don't know if they're tanking, but hopefully they keep doing it. Browns, Ravens. Ravens should be a Super Bowl favorite, but the past history is not exactly promising. But, hey, times do change. You must know that. Browns team was as good, but against the Cardinals, yeah, not good. In this battle of the Browns, because relocated, and then the the second version, the relocated version outruns the second version. Okay. Um Baltimore has looked good. They're seven and two on the year. They're going up against uh, Cleveland in Baltimore, five and three. Um, Baltimore, yeah. There's not much you can say to really knock them down. I consider them top two in the AFC, um, up there with the uh, Chiefs. But Chiefs pretty much just have that past Super Bowl um, thing hanging over them, so it just kind of gives them that aura. Um, but the Ravens are uh, a force to be reckoned with. They took care of business against Seattle this past week. Pretty much dominated them front to back. And their running game's coming together really nicely with Gus uh, getting a lot of touches. Um, um, uh, Justice Hill looks pretty good. And then Keaton Mitchell um, had a pretty good game as well. So uh, it seems like things are coming together in Baltimore. Uh, for Cleveland, uh, they had a really good game last week. I think they played the Cardinals. Granted, the Cardinals may be the worst team in the NFL this year. And um, they have Kyler Murray returning, but we can get to that later. Uh, but... Uh, Deshaun Watson actually looked really the healthiest he has all year uh, against the Cardinals. He definitely had that zip on the ball that's he ha- that we haven't seen in a while. Um, and I think Cleveland's going to put up a bigger fight than people think. Uh, it's going to be tough to go into Baltimore and get this win, but it is a divisional game. I expect it to be close, but I got to get the Raven. I got to give the Ravens the edge here, uh, thinking that they're going to be able to pull this off. So I'll take the Ravens. 
Texans, Kings. Joe Burrow is still as he should be. T.J. Stroud is very good. This could be an SNF deserved, but again, X-rated exists. This should be a fun one. We should hope so. Prediction time, the Kings will will outrob the American symbols. Uh, yeah, the the Cincinnati Bengals may be the hottest team. No, 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 no. got to do my uh, of Sacrosinto. No, no, just call it the Kings. The Kings. Uh, the, they've looked... They've looked pretty good lately. They're probably the scariest team right now. I think they're riding a five-game win streak after starting the season. They're pretty sure they're last right now in the AFC North. Possibly, but they are uh, on a win streak for sure. And like when you actually watch the games, like you're actually scared of them. Like if you watch a Steelers game, you're not necessarily like shaking in your boots and being like, "Oh my God, Kenny Pickett's going to go and tear us apart" or anything like that. So. Um, yeah, Cincinnati, seeing them, it seems like they're coming together. Uh, Jamar Chase seems to have some sort of back injury, though, which may hinder him uh, for the next couple weeks. But, uh, you know, T. Higgins will probably pick up the slack. you got Tyler Boyd, who's a veteran. Um, and, uh, you know, and Joe Mixon looks the best he has all season as well. So uh, they should hold it together against the Houston Texans team who, you know, went down to the wire this last week and probably the game of the one of the games of the year against uh, the Buccaneers and Cincinnati and, and Houston, they're good, but I don't know if they're good enough to win in Cincinnati this week. Uh, got to take Cincinnati. Got to think that they're going to take care of business. Coin Hunters Drug Wars also should be on SNF, both on by. This will be the, is Brock Purdy actually good or is it the stained in God's carry? Jaguars are six and two. People really do forget Prediction time, the gold rush will narrow the road for the big cats. Uh, yeah, this is a big game for San Francisco. Uh, both team, both these teams were actually on bye last week, so neither team really has a big advantage um, because they've, they've pretty much taken the last week and a half to pretty much prepare for each other. And Jacksonville's hot. They're 6-2. and two. Uh, Their offense is starting to click. ETN is having to break his breakout season. And uh, Trevor Lawrence is st- steadily getting better as the as the year goes. Uh, he's not like putting up uh, ridiculous numbers or anything like that, but he's definitely being a game manager and making the right plays and putting his team in the position to win. Um, yeah, and their offense is solid. You know, with Calvin Ridley has struggled this year, but Christian Kirk has been good. Uh, Evan Ingram has been steady, and uh, even without Zay Jones, who I don't really consider to be that good. Uh, they're, they're able to make it happen. So, um, but on the other end, you got San Francisco, who's on a three game skid that bye week couldn't have come at a better time for them. And, uh, I'm pretty sure Debo Samuel is going to come back this game. And I don't know if that's the, uh, you know, the, the reason why they've fallen off so hard these last three weeks, but, uh, getting a weapon like that should open it up for Brock Purdy a little bit more. So I'll take San Francisco to go into Jacksonville and steal this one. So I'll take San Fran. Saints Vikings, Rafa Dobbs is an awesome story. To be honest, from Atlanta, Jesus Christ, you're so dumb. Start promising is one thing, but to let that happen, ugh. Justin Jefferson, please be back from all of us. Saints Stevens is what is carrying the offense. It's not awful, but can't say great either. Prediction time in this somehow hated robbery between these two, the religious figure out symbolizes the ship. Uh, speaking of hot teams, Minnesota, very hot right now. Um, they started off the season pretty bad, 
And uh, they've definitely won, I think, four out of the last five. So they've been putting it together. They look pretty good. And, you know, you needed a hell of a Josh Dobbs quarterback um, play to win this last game. And he came through, got a rushing touchdown, put some good balls out there, and got a last-minute touchdown against the uh, whoever the hell they played. Uh, the Saints on the other side, you know, they're, they're in a really bad division. They're, you know, they're with the Buccaneers, they're with the Falcons, and they're with the... Uh, Who's the last team over there? I mean, are you kidding me, dude? Oh, the Panthers. So, you are know, you kidding me, dude? What? I forget sometimes. Um, so dude, the Saints, dude. the Saints can realistically win their division with like nine wins, probably. And uh, that the fifth seed me... should probably be the happiest team alive. Who should? The fifth seed. Oh yeah, true. Um, so I, I think I'm going to take Minnesota here at home. The Dobbs train is rolling. Uh, New Orleans defense has been really good and, uh, they should be able to handle Dobbs, but you know what? Going on the road, going up to Minnesota, that's a tough task. And, uh, at the end of the day, I don't know if uh, New Orleans is going to be built like that. So I'm going to take Minnesota. I think they hang up like 27 points on these guys and kind of bring them back down to earth. Um, you know, after play, playing Tyson Badgett last week and getting five turnovers for New Orleans, I think Minnesota's going to take care of business. After Steelers, Kenny Pickett is Rex Grossman minus the turnovers, Jim McMahon maybe. Packers aren't repeating history when you play a broken Lakers team. Never will, in all honesty. Prediction time in this battle of iconic, unique, awesome team in the cities, the steel will outpower the cheese. Uh, yeah, you got to think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to take care of business here. Uh, at home, they've been rolling. They're, it's not the prettiest team. Definitely not very flashy, but they find ways to win. Uh, last week, they won against the Titans on Thursday Night Football. And uh, Deontay Johnson finally scored his first touchdown in many years, I think. Um, I think the last 21. quarterback since 21. I think the last quarterback to throw a touchdown to him before Thursday was Ben Roethlisberger, believe it or not. Yep. So, um, yeah, it seems I like they're rolling a little that. bit. It seems like Najee Harris is, is is playing a little bit better as well. Um, him and the Jalen Warren, my friend, and Jalen Warren. Yeah, the duo kind of of them are they're they're helping each other. Um, and it seems like Tomlin is using them correctly. While you know Harris is the battering ram, Warren is a little bit more of the finesse guy uh, who can get out in space and. Uh, yeah, you got to think Pittsburgh's going to take this one here just because, you know, the more you see from Green Bay, the less you like, you know, and, and you know, it's uh, any it's any given Sunday. Obviously, Green Bay can definitely win. It's a definitely winnable game for Green Bay, but I think I'm going to take Pittsburgh just from uh, just from seeing what I've seen the last couple weeks. But uh, yeah, it, it seems like Green Bay's going the other way. Titans Buccaneers. Buccaneers defense is now really awful. Kate Auden needs more playing time beyond everyone's mind that he is not. Will Levis, born Newton, Massachusetts, fun fact, just might amount to something. Prediction time in this battle of fighter terms, the blue sword team will outfight the ship. Um, Tennessee has the new quarterback, Will Levis, and he actually didn't put up that, that great of numbers uh, last Thursday against Pittsburgh, but if you watch the game, he definitely passes the eye test. He's you know, he makes quick decisions. He's he can get the ball out quickly. He's pretty accurate, like above average as far as accuracy. Um, I'm not sure how great of an arm he has as far as deep balls go, but 
Um, so far, I like what I see. And this in, in this first game, he threw three touchdowns, and a couple of those were deep balls to. Uh, at least one of them was a deep ball to DeAndre Hopkins, but it was weird because he Hopkins had to kind of come back for it, and uh, it's like the defender kind of got lost on the play. But um, Tampa Bay, uh, you know, they still have Baker Mayfield. They're three and five. The vibes may be good inside the room, but uh, unless you're winning games, um, you know, it's it's not going to really work out for you. So I think I'm going to take Tennessee here to go into Tampa Bay and steal this game. I uh, I think Derrick Henry has one of those vintage games where he, you know, gets two touchdowns and like 90 yards. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be in Baker's hands to try to win the game, and I think they're not going to win the game. So I'll take the Titans to sneak this one from uh, the Buccaneers. Sunday late afternoon iteration. Falcons-Cardinals. Alan, just what you expect. Cardinals, it's either Terry's obsession or Kyler Murray. Prediction in this battle of birds, red even. The western redbird outflies the eastern. A little bird battle here. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray comes back. You know, Atlanta's only four and five. Like, I thought they were much worse, but they're definitely in that division. Uh, again, not the prettiest team. Arthur Smith seems to be doing some wacky things with Bijan Robinson. When I, I Fire feel like him. You like Arthur Smith or Bijan? Fire him. Fire uh, Bijan? Oh, fire Arthur Smith. Gotcha. Okay. I mean... And, um, you know, they're going into Arizona, the red zone, as they call it. And that's not an easy place to play. And if it's the return of Kyler Murray, um, I expect him to actually have a, you know, you gotta, you're going to have some rust on you. But at the end of the day, I think he's a very talented guy. He's taking his time to come back. And I sincerely think that the uh, Cardinals are actually going to win this game. So I'm going to take the Cardinals to beat the uh, Atlanta Falcons somehow. That's what I said. Lions, Chargers, Justin Herbert has an excuse for a not great performance. A very good Jets defense that has not done really any team favors this year. Other than Dak, somehow, he actually did something. Who would have thought? Lions are still a very good team. If the Seahawks could not give a fight to the Ravens, then the Lions couldn't either. Prediction time, the big cat will repel the bolt. This should be a national TV game. Uh, Yeah, Detroit had by last week going on the road to play the Chargers. L.A., not really well-known for their home crowd. Um, Detroit should be able to go in there and take care of business. I'm going to just say I'm going to take Detroit. Um, I didn't love what I saw from the Chargers last week. Granted, you're right, the Jets' defense is good. Herbert looked a little out of sync with his receivers, and if it wasn't for you know the, new, the, the turnovers and the punt return or the kick return for a touchdown, um, it would have been a much closer game, but... Um, God, that Jets offense is really bad. Um, so, you know, you give them a competent offense with Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown, and it looks like the return of David Montgomery. Um, and the defense has not been too bad either for Detroit. So uh, I'm going to take Detroit to uh, win a close one against the Chargers. But the Chargers are 4-4. Four and four. They started the season really bad, and they're kind of roaring back now. Uh, I wouldn't call it a must-win for the Chargers, but uh, if they want to keep up in that AFC wild card slash division, uh, they kind of need to get this game, but um, oh, it's a tough game. I almost want to take the Chargers. Uh, you know what? I'll flip. I'll take the Chargers. I'll take the Chargers. I think they show up this time. I don't like that's ever going to happen. I like, the, I like the coach. I mean, Staley. Is it, you're, you're just doing that to... 
Cowboys, I mean, Cowboys all run. I will say it. I don't like what the Cowboys, for Pat's fan who likes parody of the small markets and the Cowboys, is that the amount of national TV games they get. You know another trend that no one talks about? Wow. In the world of sports, there is that one to two teams that people get X-rated about from all leagues. NFL, Cowboys, MLB, Yankees, Dodgers, NHL, the Maple Leafs, NBA, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that because you get the idea. Lakers. Some of, no, replace the L with the F and we're good. Okay. What are you talking about? Go ahead. It's fakers. Shut up. Some of these teams live in who the fuck would live their location. Sure, NHL's Canada, but that's a story for another day. But the good thing about the Cowboys, they don't act snobbish, and they know they don't deserve a bajillion primetime games and don't play the everything revolves around me cliche. Sure, the ranks culture from the 90s is fucking awful, but again, I'm a Pats fan who couldn't raquel since I've only been around since 99. The other thing they should have... Stupid, dumb trade proposals. I like the Cowboys, but again, the amount of national TV games do get annoying. But they don't act snobbish and play the stupid rings game because that's a fucking dumb insult. Unless you actually earned it, I don't fucking know. I still say it. Sunday's game was anticlimactic. I would have loved a one or two yards left to go past breakup or tackle, not third and 25 plus and barely stopping four to five yards away. Just could have been better. Um... Yeah, you know, Dallas and the Eagles, uh, I guess it was a really watched game last week. Probably, I think, the most watched game this season for the NFL. Um, Dallas came up a little bit short against a good Philly team. And, uh, you know, the, what? tell me what else is new. Um, I don't bring up the spreads very often, but this is the biggest spread I've My seen. God. This is the biggest spread I've seen this season. Dallas is favored to win by 16 and a half. 16 and a half. That's quite a bit. Um you know, and it, it makes sense because it looks like the Giants are going to have Tommy DeVito under snap, uh, under center, I mean. And, uh, you know, outside of Saquon Barkley, they really have no other offense uh, to really throw to. And uh, that offensive line is still terrible. Um, I can't imagine a way the Giants win this game unless it's like a three to nothing game or the Giants defense shows up uh, like like. Really, like if unless they can hold Dallas under 10 points, I cannot imagine how uh, the uh, Giants win this game. So I got to take Dallas. This is almost a gimme game for Dallas. They need to win this. If they lose this, um, expect uh, hellfire from uh, Jerry Jones. So give me Dallas. Commander Seahawks. Seahawks couldn't, but the Lions couldn't. It seems possible no one will be, ever be able to. Somehow, we do not care, Ken. Sam Howell looks decent and could amount to something, but hey, promising is a good start for now. Prediction time in the Washington name battle. The state will outrun the district. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, okay. So you got yeah, you got Seattle at home, five and three. They got Molly whopped by uh Baltimore last week, but you know, every every team has that in them where they just don't show up and uh that's more like every team has been more like every team hasn't really been able to show up against them. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And um Seattle just didn't have it last week, but I'm not going to write him off by any means. Gino's still competent. Lockett, Kenneth Walker's okay. DK is still pretty good. Um, but on the other side, you know, you got Howell, who is the QB five on the year. How about that? Throwing a lot of yards, getting a lot of good amount of touchdowns, spreading it around, and uh, beating the Patriots in New England. 
pretty impressive. Um, Duoc loses 2007, dude. What's wrong with that? A two a two win Patriots team. This isn't Tom Brady. No, that's true. I mean, just winning on the road is hard. So, um, you really, know. dude, the, the, like the road home. Oh my. I don't know what this dude's thought processes. I'm going to take Washington here, actually. Seattle had that bad loss last week. Um, I think they're going to come in a little hot. But, um, you know, it's a 60-minute game. I I expect Seattle to get up early. But uh, Washington has that dog in them. And uh, they went down to the Patriots, and they kind of came back against them. Or they did come back against them. I expect the same thing here. Washington, I think they're going to be 500 after this week. Give me Washington Commanders. Jets, Raiders, Jesus fucking Christ. Primetime games are genuinely awful. Stripsville people. You wanted Tampa Bay and Houston to have this Sunday night game last week. On paper, that's a terrible game. Okay, at least those two actually look decent. Jets look okay. Well, no, they don't. I take it back. Vegas looks okay now that Josh McDaniels is gone. Yay, you beat the Giants. You act like you're going to go to the strip club now with T-Pain and Lil Wayne for all I care. Can I come? Go ahead. Um, Terry, the feds are going to be at your house pretty soon, so stop. Do they want to go? T Pain or Lil Wayne? I don't know. I mean, that's if they have the staff songs about that, or I don't know. I like it. Shoddy, buy you a drink, people. All the cigars they were doing. Yeah, you beat up on like a. The 2008 lines look like the 2000s Patriots for crying out loud. Zach Wilson, yeah, we've all sensed it, but at the same time, Robert Sala, you have turned into Anakin and Palpatine thinking with no idea that ZW could be something. The fact of the matter is you were too close to the Chancellor. Raiders beat up on nobodies with over-celebrating the strip clubs. I'm sorry, being already gets my point across. Josh McDaniels is probably crying or face down right now. Prediction time, the plane outfasts the ship. You know, I'm going to go with the Raiders here. Um, I think since getting rid of McDaniels, it's just like the vibes have changed in the locker room. They seem to be trusting each other. Josh Jacobs looks really good. Uh, Devontae Adams still doesn't have a quarterback that can throw him a competent football. But um, I don't know. Just being home, I think Vegas is going to take care of business just because that God, Zach Wilson, just cannot look any worse, it seems. He just looks so bad. And he cannot move the ball, and he turns the ball over. He has all the makings of a bad quarterback, and now you're expecting him to go into Vegas and steal a win from this team that kind of has got new life uh, since firing their head coach. So I'll go with the momentum here. I'll take the Raiders and uh, see what happens. How did this game not get flexed? Why was why was this game not flexed at all? Are you making fun of me, or you actually feel the same? I feel like you could have thrown Houston, Cincinnati in there, or Cleveland, okay, Baltimore. Uh, no, 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 no. You mean Sacramento. Well, yeah, whatever. You got to do it right. I'm not. Y- y- Terry, no. Terry, what has no. the NFL ever done right? No. What has the NFL ever done right? They allowed, Jesus they, Christ. They allowed celebrating after a touchdown. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, wow. That's one thing, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, you said name one thing. Actually important. Uh, they, they, they're minimizing head damage for players. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Uh, Will Smith <laughs> concussion. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. feel like you could have thrown Cincinnati, Houston or Cleveland, Baltimore in that bad boy. Well, then again, what is the NFL ever done? Right. People, everything wrong. <laughs> Moving on Monday night Broncos bills. The prompting games are so bad. 
Josh Allen, very good player, but he really has looked off. Defense, it seems, has hurt a ton. I'm so glad DeMar Hamlin is okay. Broncos didn't do anything at the trade deadline. More like dead without the line. Okay, that's enough dumb jokes. I'm sorry. Prediction time. The Buffalo outruns the wild horse. Yeah, you know, it seems like uh, uh, Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo is like a fake good team. Uh, They might be frauds. Uh, They do beat up on bad teams. But Denver, I don't know, coming off of a bye week. I don't know, coming off of beating the Chiefs the week before. I don't know, going to Buffalo and trying to get this win. I don't know. I think I think Denver can do it because I don't buy into this whole uh, Josh Allen. You know, I is... can't tell if Terry's trying to be a funny actor with his like smug uh, way of expressing. I, I don't know. A little bit. Um, I don't know. I think Denver's yeah. getting a, after that whopping that that killing by Miami. However many weeks ago, I think it was week three, seventy to twenty. Uh, they've been. You know, they're in games. They're not winning games, but they've been better for sure. And um, I don't know. It seems like Buffalo's going the other way. And let's let's not forget, Buffalo lost to the New England Patriots, who are complete dog shit. So anything's possible. I'm going to take Denver here. I think Denver's going to go into Buffalo on a Monday night, and I think they're going to put it on Josh Allen, and I think they're actually going to hurt him. And I think they're going to bring in the backup quarterback, and he's going to play better than Josh Allen because Josh Allen's a bum. Josh Allen stinks. Get Josh Allen out of here. Give me the Denver Broncos. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you're a good actor. Thank you. Aftermath questions. One, does the Cowboys loss indicate the stereotypical you lose good teams, you suck? Or is this a sign that this team could be something in the playoffs if they were to make it? Oh, it's, you know, you're playing the best team in the league at, Philadelphia, right? Was it in Philly or was it in Dallas? Yep. It was in Philadelphia, division rival. That's a tough game to win. Uh, I I don't hold this against Dallas too, too much. Dak has actually looked really competent the last four weeks. Um, So I'm going to take the... And they're still blaming him, by the way. You know, yeah. And, you know, the thing is, if they do make it to the playoffs, they're not going to win their division, most likely. Uh, They would have to win four games in a row to win the Super Bowl. So do I trust Dallas to win four games in a row? In the, in the playoffs, probably not, but you know you have to take it one game at a time. I don't think it changes anything. I still think they're a playoff team, and uh, you know I think they have a great defense and a competent offense. Two, what is the most important takeaway from the Patriots' loss? That it's There's a part B, but I'll get to that later. That it's time to just move on um, to How? maybe a different coach. Um, I love Bill. I don't know. I, I heard some rumors. About that will be part B. That will be for part B. So we'll get there in a second. Um, so you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. I think we're we're in the tank zone. I mean, we're not tanking. We're not gonna go out there. Bill's not gonna say, Hey, here's a game plan, let's go tank. You know, these guys are professional football players. They wanna win every week. They prepare. They yeah, practice. wait until the feds accuse you of tanking and then you have to give up picks. There have been accusations of that sometimes, which leads to a lot of uh, consequences. Yeah, but I don't think there's like anything that like i don't think in a game you can see something and be like oh you're clearly tanking i don't know it just seems whatever um so yeah i don't i think it's we're not going to tank but i think we are a bottom five team and i think we should act like it and uh hopefully lose out to be honest let's just get this peel take the band-aid off lose some games have three wins by the end of the season and call it a day part b Thoughts with the Belgic might get fired if they lose in Germany news. 
I saw that. Now here's where it comes in. Gotcha. I saw that, and uh, it makes sense. I, I I don't think it's fair to fire Bill. I think you should let him finish off the season, um, because at least if you finish off the season, you he just signed an extension of some sort. We can trade him. We can trade Bill for to a different team. I've heard him rumors of him going to the Washington Commanders. I've heard other rumors of uh you know I think you if you traded Bill, you can probably get like a third rounder, fourth rounder. I don't know. Uh, so if you're going to get rid of him, at least have it be for something. He is the one of the most winningest coaches of all time. And, uh, you know, I think it would be great for him to kind of go out like that rather than a fucking Monday morning after Germany firing or anything like that. Do you think they would leave him in Germany? Like, you know, like they would pack up the plane and say bye, Bill, and just leave him out there? Malpractice. <laughs> That's not funny, dude. Okay. Three bills should there be worries. Yeah, I kind of spoke on that during the prediction. Um, are they a fake good team? They might be. They uh, they lose to bad teams and they lose to good teams. Uh, they were never in that Cincinnati they game. They did beat the Dolphins 48-20 to be fair. But yeah, I get the whole they can't be good teams. But Yeah, I think Miami's kind of a fraud team too. Miami hasn't beaten a good team either. Um, they're they're both frauds of like different likings, but the difference is that Miami beats the bad teams while Buffalo loses to New England. Um, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, they might be frauds, but second half of the season is really telling usually, and we're just entering that right now. Uh, week ten, so they each each uh each teams all the teams have either six, seven, or eight games to go. So um. Yeah, should be or seven or eight games to go. So yeah, I think, I think uh, Buffalo's close to being frauds, but I'm not sure, quite sure yet. Or with how CJ Stroud put up four seventy five touchdowns, what does this prove about the Bryce Young CJ Stroud arguments that has Anakin versus Obi One vibes? I think it's really early to tell. Like Bryce Young might be built better for future. Um, games and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to just say, you know, they made the wrong choice. CJ's looked pretty good, but you know, when it's all about longevity when you take the number one pick, and it's all about whether these players can adapt or not. Uh, I expect Bryce Young to make a big jump next year, um, with or without a first round pick. And um, they don't have one, dude. I know, I know. You tell me every week, and uh, I don't think they're regretting it. I think. You know, I think quarterbacks are a work in progress, especially rookie quarterbacks. And um, it's all about surviving the the scouting reports down the line and adapting your gaming, improving, uh, which I think Bryce Young is doing. It's just, you know, it's he's a rookie, so he's got to figure it out on the fly. Five Chiefs, seven and two looks good. But should worry still be there? Yes and no. Like they won the Super Bowl last year. They know what it takes. They're probably going to win their division since it's the that's the you know, going into the season last year, it was like, "Oh my god, the Raiders looking in the rebuilt Raiders, the rebuilt Broncos, and the Chargers look good. It's going to be a blood fest and everyone's going to be going nuts." But now, one year later, you know, they're in a bad division. The Raiders kind of stink, Denver kind of stinks, and the Chargers are still trying to figure it out at 4 and 4. So, um yeah, so I think I think they know what it takes. I think they know they can even drop a game or two here and there and still have home field advantage, um, or at least a, a home game or two. 
um, uh, in the playoffs. So they've been there. They know what it takes. I don't think they're going to be too low if they if they lose or be too high if they win. And uh, they, they know what it takes. I'm not too worried about the, the Chiefs figuring it out or whatever. Six. Still in question from NFL Network, but with Josh Dobbs looking decent, could the Vikings be able to amount to something? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, they they started off really poor. I think they were one four, and right now they're four and five. I think so. Uh, they're turning it around clearly, even without Justin Jefferson. Uh, Addison is pretty good. Powell caught the game winning touchdown. Uh, they lost Cam Akers, but he wasn't really doing too too much. Um, so I think Dobbs gives them a different style. Like with Kirk Cousins, everybody knew what they were, but with Josh Dobbs, he kind of gives them a little bit of swag. And um, I don't know. It's it, it'll be interesting to see what uh, it looks like with him and uh, Justin Jefferson on the field at the same time. And you know, uh, they're 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 not out of it yet. So we'll see. Last question, two parter. A thoughts on the Jets? Jesus Christ, that was laughably dumb to watch. I was watching the Celtics game that night. Um, that was an unwatchable game as far as Monday night goes. You know. God, it was it was ugly from the get go, yeah. For both sides, both both offenses looked terrible. Um, it's just the difference was that the uh, Jets turned it over and the Chargers didn't. So um, yeah, it's tough to say. You know, it was just a bad game, and I had Zach no Wilson is the guy. Deal with it. He's not that's the guy. That's kind of what I've been trying. That's kind of the main question. You know, I've been like trying this. to get. I've been trying to give Zach Wilson the benefit of the doubt, but the more I see, the less I like. And uh, when it's on a national stage like that, it's it's it you, everything sticks out a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't think he is that guy. And uh, should they have done anything with the quarterback department? You know, Sala, Sala, he's doing a good job of trying to give Zach Wilson the proper amount of confidence and kind of wishy-washing any backup quarterback well, that's talk. like Anakin trying to get closer to Palpatine, because look how that ended. Everyone was right to interfere. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think he is the guy, and Sal has been doing his best job, best job of giving him the confidence to do it, but, you know, if he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it. I mean, he just drop, drops back, panics, shits his pants, and then gets sacked uh, pretty much every okay, time. Okay, damn, dude. So, yeah, it gets a little messy back there. Okay, dude, we don't need the puns. <laughs> In part B, Poop. should Robert Sala be... Sorry, go ahead. Should Robert Sala be on the maybe firings tier? Not also, at all. I kind of stole this. Not at all. Um... Well, if you're putting too much faith in Zach Wilson saying the whole, he's the last person I'm blaming. Is that what he said? It's it, 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 Along the lines of that, it's like, the equivalent of, yeah, we know it's not his fault. When it's kind of obvious it is. Well, you can't, it's, you have two, you're at a fork in the road, whether you trash your quarterback or you kind of try to keep him level headed. So it's like, what is he going to say? Well, it's exactly well, a lot of bad way. things. There's like, you don't want to trash, but there's overpraising that gets way over the top and you're going to get laughed at or made fun of or you've lost it, dude. 
I don't think NFL coaches are worried about being laughed at. They're one of 32 positions in the world. Um, who can, they're not sitting there being like, oh, some nerd on the internet's going to laugh at me. They're doing what they can to try to put their team in the best I'm position to win. the media and like the players around them, the lost locker room, you get the idea. I get it, but at the same time, it's like, hey, uh, let him go. Well, uh, that's it for week 10, people. Uh, hopefully we'll be back for week 11 next week. Let Zach Wilson cook. <laughs>